Welcome, Spartans, to Podcast Evolved, part of Evolved, your home for Halo. I'm your host, Oren, and this week is our 2022 Halo review episode. Joining me today is Aaron. Hi, guys. And David. Hello, 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 everybody. Oh, my God, it's Oren. It is. I'm back, everybody. Hello. For those of you who've listened long enough, for you new listeners, you may not know who I am. Yeah, you've missed a whole year of Halo, Oren. Well, actually, I've only missed half a year, which is pretty surprising because it feels like a whole year. The whole year. And given the amount of news and Halo content we actually had, you've only missed about maybe a fifth of a Halo year, actually. <laughs> only like two months worth of important news and updates. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I kind of skimmed through this a little bit, and yeah, I guess I. It's it's been, I don't know, not as busy as past Halo years. Uh, I, I think it was definitely front-loaded with the Halo TV show, but uh, but Infinite seems to just kind of be limping along. Yeah, it's doing its thing. Yeah, it's one of those, like, it's an animal at the vets where they're like, no, we might be able to save it. <laughs> poor, poor thing. Well, how how have you guys been? Like, just, I don't know. It's been so long. Pretty good. I think since last time we spoke, Oren, I bought a house and I got married. That's about the two significant events. Those are the two big life events? Nice. Well, congrats and congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Um, other than that, pretty, pretty good, pretty hectic. I played Halo multiplayer for like a hot second for like three weeks. I got really heavily back into it. And then like right before the new multiplayer update, my brain switched off and I stopped playing Halo. So that, that was a weird, that was a weird kind of comeback. Okay. But I know Aaron has been pretty consistent throughout the year. Oh, no, no, it's, it's it's all gone to hell completely now. I played some Halo tonight for the first time in probably about six weeks. And that was dicking about on Forge maps. That wasn't any, like, competitive Halo. Played a few interesting things there. It wasn't too bad. Apart from that, I have done very little. Um, met Krista. That was exciting. Went to David's wedding. Wish I remembered it. Yeah. Krista might have... Has Krista met pretty much everyone? Like, maybe minus some of the newer guys, but, like... Yeah, I think Krista's Chris has met us all, I think, collectively. But nobody's ever met Ian, or probably will. Well, no, I, I've met... I've met Ian. I'm... Uh, Ian and I... Yeah, Ian and I met at the Halo Outpost Discovery in Philadelphia. Ian doesn't exist. He's a computer program. But Ian's... Ian's now on the West Coast, I think, so... He's now more, he's, he's, he's less accessible now. Because beforehand, we were all on the East Coast, minus Colin. Um, but apart from that, nothing terribly exciting. I've, uh, I've stuck around. I've been, I've been keeping up with the Halo events that have been coming out. The different um, Fracture events and the different seasons and stuff. I actually just completed the Winter, the winter Update Battle Pass. The, that's like 30 tiers. I, I finished that, I think, yesterday because uh, there was like an armor coding for rewards. So I played and did all my weeklies and stuff. But yeah, outside of that, I pretty much uh, kind of didn't really do anything with Halo. Did a lot of, took a lot of things off my plate in life. I, I don't really remember what I said. It really, I probably didn't even say anything because I was doing Halo TV Plus when the Halo TV show was coming out and that kept me busy pretty much uh i actually i didn't even do like the regular show i don't think um since 
March, uh, because that came out on March 17th, and I just went full throttle in the um, Halo TV Plus show that we did. And that took me all the way to the end of May, which kind of coincided with the ending of our season of FBI Most Wanted. So we finished filming and finished like our wrap and making sure everything was good for the summer before we came back for season four. And then I just like got out of Dodge, as the expression goes. Like I did some traveling around the States, uh, needed to clear my mind because uh, I had some some pretty life news and changing circumstances happened at the uh, end of April. And that, that's kind of what prompted me to leave the podcast for so long. But uh, but the last like seven or so months have been uh, better, you know, living with things and moving on. Are you still in New York or where are you? Yeah, I'm still in New York, still working at the TV show. Uh, we're halfway through season four now. And we have like, I don't know, like 10 more episodes left or something like that. And this will end around the same time, the end of May. And then I get my June, July off and then I go back for season five if I want to. I don't know. I might I might consider not, but I don't know. I now picture you like Bruce Banner in the old Hulk TV show, just walking from town to town. Well, I was thinking about doing a Forrest Gump and just jogging across the country. <laughs> I am going to be taking a pretty pretty big um, holiday this year. I'm going to go to New Zealand for uh, a month. Oh, hell yeah. So I, I already have my tickets. I am still planning what exactly I'm doing, but I have like the frame of reference. So each each week between now and then, I'm just trying to like devote a little bit of time, probably over the weekends, but if I can during the day to like do different things to kind of plan for it. So like yesterday I started looking at like travel backpacks and hiking shoes because I kind of need some of that. I don't want to be lugging around a giant suitcase across New Zealand. I kind of want like a a nice hefty backpack that I can carry around. But yeah, it's, uh, it's been good. And I've been talking with you guys kind of in our little chat over the last couple of weeks about coming back. And I think now's the time to do it. Beginning of a new year, new start. Uh, new bit of Halo, and new Orin, kind of new Orin, new David, new Aaron to a degree as well. Oh, Aaron's totally new. Yeah, he got the uh, version 2.0. We're getting there slowly. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's us, I guess. Us plus me. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be back and. Let me do some housekeeping. If you're new to the show, welcome. Evolved as a host of a variety of shows. This is Podcast Evolved, and you can check out our current lore series, Infinite Impressions, as well as our previous lore series, The Road to Infinite and Character Dossiers. Evolved also hosts the shows Mission Debrief, Builds with Blocks, HCS Pro Talk, Halo TV Plus, Halo Book Club, and Halo Headlines. You can learn more about each of our shows on our website, EvolvedHalo.com. If you're already a fan of the show, we ask you to rate us and leave us a review. We greatly appreciate all the feedback that we receive from our listeners to improve the quality of our show. We even have some listener feedback that we've picked for this episode that we usually do for our yearly wrap-ups. So thank you guys for that. We would like to take this moment and thank all of our patrons for their continued support. Your contributions allow us to continue making new content like this every single week. Thank you all so, so much. Uh, And something that's, I don't know how new this is, but this is pretty new for me. 
But if you are not subscribed, our patrons received a variety of exclusive rewards, such as early episodes, unique swag, access to our podcast soundtrack, and our newest reward, an exclusive podcast show called I Would Have Been Your Podcast, which of course is a play on one of the more popular skulls, I Would Have Been Your Daddy, to uh, what is it? enable rare audio. So that's kind of what we're doing. We're enabling rare audio to our Patreon uh, listeners, and yeah, we're going to be recording that first episode very, very soon. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, I love the naming of it. The artwork is all brilliant. Just the concept behind it. Really clever. Really, you know, we're so clever. We're so smart. We love Halo. Here, look, I, I've been on fire with one or two podcast name ideas lately. It's That's all of my creativity for this year. <laughs> it's great. I got this one other good podcast name for this year, and I'm proud of it as well, and that's it. I'm all out. <laughs> so the podcast itself is kind of like... Not specifically Halo. It's just going to be like stuff. So um, it should be fun. Yeah, I think if you're if you're a listener and you listen to us for Halo news, but you also have other Halo or not Halo, but other like pop culture, entertainment, video game industry, media inter- industry, or I think we're gonna because we are you know all of us have interests beyond just Halo, and that's kind of my understanding that this show will just kind of talk about other interests that we have and just have a conversation with the patrons and they'll, they'll ask us things, ask for opinions. We'll ask them things and just kind of, I think a, a more rewarding way to interact with our patrons a little bit more. So if you want to interact with us a little bit more uh, beyond just the discord and any feedback or tweets and stuff, you can subscribe and we will pump out these episodes for you throughout the year. I think that's about it. So, Aaron, shall we begin with January? I suppose we can, if we must. I have pulled mm, most of the major-ish sort of touchstones for the news for this year. I've probably skipped over a few things because some of it wasn't really worth going into too much detail for, but we will trundle through these and everyone shout out whenever something tickles your fancy and you want to talk about it. So, the very first thing we got this year was... We got our Fracture event. Uh, well, it was actually into the second week, but the first week, I think, fell just before Christmas, but it was the Tenrai event. <laughs> well, if it didn't really fail, what it was is that, like, everyone was stoked about it, but there was, like, a, a limit to how many event challenges that you can have, and so you could only progress, I think, seven tiers, and the the community just was all up in arms about it, and they were just like, I should be able to unlock everything. If I want to grind for it, I shouldn't be forced to come back every two or three weeks. And that caused a lot of, and it was already riding the train of the kind of broken challenge system that Infinite kind of launched with. So yeah, that was, oh man, good times. Gosh, that was a year ago. Do you remember all those fun times? Yeah. I do. I do. Cause I was, I was in the thick of it. I was getting ready to, you know, earn my samurai armor and all that kind of stuff. And but I think they changed it since to where now I think it caps at 10 challenges. It does. So you can do 10 each time. Yeah, which is better. Yeah, it's not too bad. Let's see, what do we get next? We got The Art of Halo. That came out in January 11th. It's quite a nice book. We got some good pictures out of it. Um, one I think that comes to mind for me was we get an artist's impression of Abaddon, the AI of the domain. There's, But there's lots of cool stuff in there. Uh, like a good book. 
January 18th, Microsoft acquired Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion. Well, they, they tried to. Wait, they tried to? It didn't go through? Not yet. It's still not gone through. Oh, I thought it's still, like, being deliberated, but, like, it's basically locked in. Is there, like, a chance it won't? I I still hear that there's a chance that it won't because they think the EU, the UK, and isn't, like, one of the commit trade, trade commissions in the US suing them? Yeah. So there's lawsuits involved. It might still go through. I think it will, but it's, like, that's a full year now this has been rolling on. It's still not, like, signed and delivered. That's hilarious. I did not know it was that early in the year that that, that they kind of announced that. Wow, they really just kicked off the year right then. <laughs> now, I don't even remember this event. The Cyber Showdown free event in Halo Infinite was in the middle of the month because they do like a mini event. The only reason I noted it is because it added the game mode attrition to Halo Infinite. I did. Yeah, that one, that was a 10 battle pass sort of like thing. Oh, wait, was that the one that gave, like, the holographic uh, mohawk and stuff? Was that Cyber Yeah, the Showdown? holographic mohawk spikes. There was, like, a visor that went over your head. There was, there was other things that were, like, pink and teal neon and, like, black coatings and stuff. Ah, see, that all had escaped me completely. The early events, I think, kind of suffer from just lack of content. To where, like, oh, when these events come out, everyone's wearing the same stuff. But, like, now that a year's gone by, and we've had more of these kind of events, like, we just had the second Christmas event, we had this, I'm sure we'll talk about it as we go on. But now, when I was playing, like, just yesterday, I'm, I'm seeing quite the diversified customization that the uh, that 343 was really touting and stuff, and kind of building up, like, oh, there's so much customization, like... It kind of is, but like we just had to wait a freaking year and a half for all of it to come out. <laughs> yeah, it's taken a while. It's better than it is, although I am still rocking the same suit of Reach Armor from the very start. So like from 2010. Yeah, I none of the other armors really appeal to me the same way. I like the season two armor, the Ra- Rashka, whatever it is. Uh, Rash- Rashiki, is it? Something like that? Something like that. Something I probably should know. Doc, we don't need to. It's totally fine. Who needs to know how to pronounce the words in Halo? I did not pronounce the Halo words right for a long time before I got audiobooks, so it's fine. No, there's, there's too many words, and they keep making up new ones. Yeah, I used to live in constant fear when we started this podcast that I would pronounce the words the way I did in my head when I read the books and not the way they're actually pronounced. That was a long fear when we did this show. Yeah, and it doesn't help that they keep making them up. No, that never helps either. What do we get next? January 26th, we got our first silver debriefing. New beginnings. So that came up on Waypoint. And that would go on to herald one of the most amazing TV shows ever made. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Everyone agree there? So good. Yeah, you can listen all of, all about it on our show, Halo TV Plus. <laughs> yes, go into your feed and listen to that now. Um, I don't think there's anything too exciting to say there really about that. It was the first Silver Debrief. We got the first comments from Kiki about the show that immediately put everyone on edge. It all started with a post going, oh, this is its own timeline, and we're going to be flexible with dates and details and things. 
Well, it's just as well they told us beforehand. Could could you imagine like the chaos if they didn't tell anybody and you just got the show? And they were just like, oh, yeah, by the way, it's not canon. They just like said it after the first episode came out. <laughs> Which is so funny that like the internet like blew up over that news. But like when when I think about it anyway, like that's like such a non-issue when you <laughs> look at the rest of the show. I really don't care that it's not canon, but like the fact that it isn't canon, like, and all the other changes that they made is really the issues I have with it. It's like, okay, you 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 get to make all of these changes, but that doesn't mean you need to make all of those changes. No, and it not being canon's probably like the biggest saving grace because could you imagine if that show was canon? Yeah, 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 it's true. I mean, Nightfall's canon, but we don't really like dwell on that as canon, you know? <laughs> so I feel like this would have been the same way if it was. That's true. We just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. Right. The last thing I had here noted in January was January 30th. The Halo TV show full trailer uh, dropped at the NFL's AFC Championship game. The trailer was dope. Yeah, we were excited about that, right? Yeah, the trailer was good. Had hype music, good scenes. I don't know, it was cool. The marketing was very good for the show, I remember. They're really good at the marketing. They're not really good at the, like, filling in after that, are they? It's been a bit of a theme with 343. Just just putting it out there. Right, so moving on from that, we're going to go to February. I think we can say January, not terribly exciting outside of Microsoft throwing money at things. I mean, I don't know. It sounded pretty exciting to kick off the year. We got the Activision news. We got a little bit of TV show news. We got the Tenrai event. Infinite's going to be amazing, they say. Yep. It's all going to be so good. TV show is going to be fantastic. Everything's going to be great. We're going to roll into February, which is just going to blow your socks off altogether. So the first thing we got was a cannon fodder where they revealed that Troy Denning was writing the next Halo novel, and it's going to be called Halo Outcasts. That novel has still not come out. Wow. I, there is an update at the end of the year. I can mention it now because I did wasn't aware of this at the time, but the reason that book was delayed is because Troy had open-heart surgery. Oh, oh Jesus. It, yeah, it, there was a post there a few weeks ago said he's recovering quite well. The book's scheduled for July of this year. Uh, we get to it in December anyway, but I didn't know this at the time because we were wondering, did the book contain information that was maybe having to be changed because of delays and weird shit with Halo and everything else and Infinite and all? But nope. Troy was just uh, busy with other things at the time, so shout-outs to Troy. Hope you're doing well now. Yes, absolutely. Yep, Jeez. the next thing we got is... The announcement that the TV show would launch on Paramount Plus on the 24th of March. Oh, not the 17th. That's Chief's birthday, silly me. We also got the news that Paramount Plus had already renewed the show for a second season. Fully committing. They're all in. Yeah, they're all in. Let's see what happens. At least two seasons, and then hopefully a third, because I don't want a cliffhanger. February was a kind of late month, but a new book's always a good announcement, so... And it's and it's uh it's like a duo, it's like a buddy cop book with um Thel and Vale. That's what it they like are touting it as. That's really all I remember it, right? It's the Arbiter Vale doing spec ops stuff. I don't think we have any other details yet, so yeah. Um I think we got the back of the book blurb down the line, so I think we did, yeah. I'm up for an Arbiter book. 
we're getting a couple of books now that have me excited because there's another one was announced later that I'm very excited about too. Yes, I love I love her. Right, we go from this into March, so we have a couple of little things in March. We got the Infinite March update that was delivered by Joe Staten. A couple of key points from that. Uh, we were told the studio was working on the known issues list to correct bugs that weren't able to be fixed before launch. We got the reveal that Season 2 would be Lone Wolves. And we got the announcement that online co-op was delayed from Season 2 launch but would still be on track to drop during Season 2. It's amazing how long those seasons went on because this is March they're talking about this and think when we got co-op. I guess we're technically no longer in Season 2 as of this recording because the winter update is like its own. Because I went to qualify for like Arena to get like my, my multiplayer rank so I could get the fancy nameplates and then after I qualified nothing unlocked and I looked and it was like oh you can only get it during season two and I'm like well we are in season two but I think technically we're not in season two we are in season 2.5 yes that's where we are that's that's what I've been calling it since that announcement uh let's see the next thing we got we got a cannon fodder it was 125 of Protocols and Prisons. The two things I took of note out of this where we got the artwork for the cover of Outcasts. And then we got Floodlore to tie in with the announcement that Flood Firefight was being added to ODST in the Master Chief collection. Hell yeah. Flood Firefight is a lot of fun. I do like that. I'm not sure that I've played it now that I now that I think about it. I don't think I've I've I haven't tried it. I want to say I played it with Lucas and a couple of community people. We had a go at it. Um, it's fun. It, like it's quite enjoyable because it's hard as fuck with as like regular firefight, but then it's flood. <laughs> we had a lot of fun with that. I think they've made a few changes to that as it's gone along. They, I think, in the next month or two here in the news, it comes up. Uh, we also got the first episode of the TV show. It went out on YouTube. So that happened in March as well. Wait, YouTube? Not Paramount Plus? No, the first one went up like everywhere. I think it was to like temp people. That probably, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I got to see the first two episodes in the theater, which was bonkers, if you guys remember that. like. Yeah, I remember you doing that. Ian or something sent me a tweet from some person on the internet giving away tickets. And I was like, I need, I need this. And... He was like, details will be announced later on. So just like, you know, follow, subscribe, enable that ring bell notifications. And I'm like, oh, gosh, okay. So I like I do all that. And like I'm literally driving from New York to North Jersey. It's about an hour drive. And and I was like, I got like a ding on my phone. And I just was like making sure like it wasn't work or something. So I just like peeked at it. And it was the his Twitter handle. And it was like, Halo TV show tickets, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, ah! I literally pulled over um, so then I can, you know, look at my phone and uh, read the tweet. And he's like, send an email with your details, all this kind of stuff. I sent the email and then like I did it in like a matter of like three minutes. Like I was pretty impressed with myself how quickly I did all that. And then like after I did it, I was like, wait, did I do it the right way? And then I had to like reread the email <laughs> and reread the tweet and also that kind of stuff. And then I hit the road again. But yeah, that was that was great shout out to my buddy nick who lives in philly that came over and watched it with me and yeah that was that was pretty cool that that watching like the show for what it was like on the big screen is pretty 
like amazing and pretty cool and a, a like I would love to see the episode five like into the into the episode fight in a movie theater like that would be amazing. That's a good experience that you'll never be able to have again, Orn. Never. Well, I mean, we're season two, so we'll we'll see what happens. That maybe don't count your chickens on the season three yet. Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens with it. Uh, right, that's all of March. Then we jump into April. So, Lone Wolves dropped. That was season two of Infinite. Like you said, the armor core is quite nice, but we got some more animated cutscenes. The story still didn't really go anywhere. Oh gosh, I forgot about that. The lore surrounding the season isn't terribly exciting. I feel like, well, this this is just assuming. I mean, it very well just could be bad planning and writing, but maybe with all of the other stuff that they're trying to fix at this point in time, they just didn't devote that into the story. And then plus with the seasons being twice as longer as they wanted to target, they're not, you know, we're not getting the story as frequently as we normally would have. Because if it was... If it was three months to a season like they want, then we would be in like season four or five by now. Yeah, I would just give my left arm for a Spartan Ops cutscene. Just just give me one a season, please. We've also, I've had this discussion with Lucas before, but the fact that we don't have like an animated two minute video for each fracture event, I find kind of crazy. Why, why Why? at this stage did we not see samurai Spartans fighting? And why have we not seen like the World War II Nazi Spartans fighting? Yeah, they'd be way more interested if they were animated scenes than trying to read walls of text. Because like that's something that they touted. Like they were like, what if Batman was a samurai or something? Like that? that was like one of the examples that they used where it's not like it's technically not canon, but it's a way for them to like explore things that otherwise wouldn't really be um like in the canon and i think like part of the lore for at least the tenrai was that there was some sort of alternate reality of some asian influence with the spartan program and like yeah to kind of have a more visual representation of that that we can like see and experience or even like have the event have its own like event activity like like you know how in spartan ops to kind of use that is a weird example, but like in Spartan Ops, like there'd be missions that would take place on multiplayer maps and you would like do a PvE encounter on a multiplayer map and like that was your... That was cool. If they did something like that and just learned from the poor implementations of Spartan Ops, but like themed it around the events and then just use the multiplayer map that we already have so the assets are there, maybe just stack some extra forge elements on top of it to give it a little bit of a different thing. And then you, then you play that each, like, during the season, and that can, like, be, like, a little, like, episode or something. That'd be that'd be dope. Just, like, a dumb video for two minutes would have been all I'd really need because you have the game type, you have your season pass, but the, the way they've gone with it's been a little disappointing. So, yeah, maybe it'll get better as time goes on. Maybe they're cooking something up for season three because they have said that the season three fracture event will be something different so we'll see what comes with that next up flood firefight landed so that was in master chief collection we got the halo encyclopedia came out we had the announcement of the halo cookbook 
Nice. The weirdest thing I think they've they've put out to date. Are we are we doing our own food channel? Was that I know we keep talking about that internally. Like, do we do should we give the fans what they want? We're gonna make Aaron do it. No, no, <laughs> no one needs to see me cook. Yes, yes, we do. No, we don't. Maybe if season three's like atrocious and we're like itching for content. I mean, someone's have to have already done it, right? Like, I've not looked, but maybe we should find out. Yeah. Well, possibly still season three, Aaron Cooks. We'll see what happens, but don't hold your breath. Also, in April, Podcast Evolved raised $500 for the Ukrainian Red Cross appeal. Yay, us. Yay, us. And we got the May update for announcement for Infinite. The two notes I pulled from this is that 343 updated Infinite and broke several skill jumps and maps, so they were bringing those back. And they were also bringing back the tank gun because they got rid of that. Remember when they did that and they updated? Like, why? Like, <laughs> like the scared gun exists and that stayed in the game. So, such a weird thing to, like, try and modify the single player campaign for no reason. Like, Or it was like, there were there was also a few, like, other bugs because, like, people were speedrunning the game. And there were a few bugs that were like, oh, we need to fix that bug. And it's like... Do you really need to fix that bug? Like, like the whole point of speedrunning is, like, breaking the game and, like, trying to do crazy shit. Yeah, like, there were wasn't one of them that people could hijack the pilot's pelican, and then they were like, no, 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 we can't have that. I mean, if it, like, literally, like, crashes the game, then, like, okay, yeah, maybe fix that. But, like, I don't know, if it's, like, a dumb thing that someone can do for entertainment with their friends or you know like what's what really is the harm in it all i played there a while ago with lucas one evening and he was like right grab a wasp and come with me i was like okay like fly into this canyon and come down here and suddenly we had glitched through to the underside of the map and was like okay this is cool it was like the thought that someone would go oh we need to fix that that they can't do that like no i want to fly around under the map and look at it it's weird yeah and then how often are you gonna like do it again like once. Never again <laughs> in my life. Honestly, I don't know. It's weird sometimes. Those were the April things. We go into May. So we got the first drop for the Fractured Entrenched event. We got the last Sky Marshal. So this was a choose-your-own-adventure story for the event. New parts would be added with each week of the event. I think it was five parts total. We covered it in a Infinite Impressions episode. It was, eh. So what? What was like? I maybe I have to go and listen to that, but I completely did not. This is the weird Nazi Germany kind of apocalyptic weird story. It's very strange. Oh, so they gave you a story? So they literally did what I just said? Yep, they they gave us a story on Waypoint. Like it wasn't a video or anything. It was just here's part one of a short story, and there's. Yeah, just text, and at the end of it, they were like, there's two choices, vote online for your choice, and then we'll add the next part of the story at the next week of the event. So that's the way it ticked through the whole way through it. It was this post-apocalyptic world that sounded like a cross between sort of a Fallout meets Wolfenstein or something to that effect. You know, the world had been irradiated and destroyed. The Covenant had come to Earth and mutated. The last of the Covenant are trying to steal some advanced starship off a moon base 
and take it to go on the great journey and the last of the sky marshals or spartans are trying to stop them it is funny though because one of the enemies in the story turns out to be like a mutated uh, super prophet who's like buff and jacked because he's all three prophets mushed into one is there like any like concept art that accompanies this or is it all text all text. The only concept art that came with this was the stuff that goes with the suits of armor for the fracture event. I think there's a little bit of lore on some of those bits, but that's it. I haven't seen anything else. Yeah, it'd be cool if they if they at least had some concept art, if the, if not like a whole motion comic or or a cinematic to accompany these. But like, it would have been cool to yeah more more than just the in game assets. But I don't know. I'll have to check this out. I'm, we're starting getting into. The, the year that I don't know about. <laughs> they, they had this all pretty much served on a plate. Like, you just needed two minutes of Spartans doing trench warfare against the Covenant. Like, that. there's your two-minute video, and you go, ta-da, now go wearing your suit of armor. I know that costs money, but they spent 60 silly billion dollars on Activision. You telling me they couldn't spare 100 grand for a video, or 500 grand, or whatever it cost them? I have no idea how much it costs to make a cinematic video. Yeah, I don't know. On a free free to play game, no less. Yeah. Uh, right. Let's see. What did we get next in May? We got the community update, Entrenched Endeavors. The couple of things I pulled from this was they said that Entrenched would be a six week event for season two. They also in this announcement said that Paramount Plus would be coming to the UK and Ireland in June. I remember that. And they updated Flood Firefight to add twenty percent more flood. Yay! You can never have too much flood. Also in May was the conclusion of the uh, the show as well. Uh, the last last few episodes came out in mid May. While I still didn't have Paramount Plus. Yay! I was watching my sketchy bootleg copies that I acquired. I got some good ones too, but it had to be done. We weren't waiting till May. It's crazy. Yeah, that's outrageous. We got the next Halo crossover. Halo came to Fall Guys for an event. You could get little Fall Guy Spartans. And we also had the Halo Pelican added to Flight Simulator. Still haven't tried Flight Simulator. It's on my Xbox, but I've never actually launched it. Same. It's it's taking up like one-fifth of my hard drive space on my Series X, and I have have not played it. <laughs> and I keep saying to myself, I'll try that sometime. But I haven't yet. Someday, someday I will fire it up. Uh, Lucas has played it a bit. He seemed to enjoy it. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things. Into June, you may or may not have seen this, but there was a fan-made ODST cinematic that came out. It was called Operation Whiteout. It was quite cool. Don't think I saw this. I think I have it linked there. If you click on it, it's it's quite cool to watch. How long? Like Like 10 minutes? No, no, it's like two. It's just a cinematic trailer. It's like the start of ODST, but cooler but is it is it like a fan-made short film or something like that that this is just no a just, just like it's just a, just like a cinematic as far as i could tell there was nothing else at the time with it it's just like we made this it's made with newer assets i think it i want to say it probably ties into like i can't remember if it seemed like it fitted with halo infinite or if it was like sort of Halo 4 or 5, something like that. Maybe like Spartan Ops. I got a vibe off, but I can't remember off the top of my head now. It's been a while. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, it's it's told like you're... you're all, it's just everything in the pod. The whole thing's in the pod. Until it isn't. It's cool. 
It's very cool. We got the first preview for the Rubicon Protocol. That came out. I think it's part of Chapter 1. They released it with the the section of audiobook and the text as well. So you could go and have a look at that. In other news, Paul Burton joined 343. He was a former director at Bungie. He joined 343 as the studio technical design director. So more old names coming back onto Halo. And then we got the announcement of a three-part series of articles from 343 discussing the cut content of the Halo series and chatting to the team that were trying to bring some stuff back as mods for Master Chief Collection. Oh. Yeah, so we got, it comes in three parts. Part one is cutting room floor. Part two is cutting room core. Part three is cutting room lore. I have no memory of this. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to look at that after the show. Yeah, it's the team that, it's I think partly the team that worked on, remember the Halo the demo for Halo 2 that was never playable, that they made playable. You know, the bet you can't stick it. Oh, yes. They had that stuff and they had a couple of maps and things and different vehicles. There was the stealth tank and stuff from Combat Evolved that never made it into the final game. So they were working on some of these things so you can mod them into Master Chief Collection, I think only on the PC. I don't think there's mods on the Xbox version, which... No, there is a little no. disappointing considering you can get like Skyrim mods and stuff on Xbox. Would be nice if you could get that for Master Chief Collection, but if only we knew someone with a PC who could try these. <laughs> no, he stays silent. Bouncing on to the July news, we got the second preview for Rubicon Protocol. That was part of Chapter 8. Same again, audio and text. Got us all excited. We then got our two-week event in Lone Wolves that was Alpha Pack. I have no memory of this, but this is the... Oh no, I do have a memory of this now that I'm reading my note. It was notable for them releasing the tactical clippy charm for your weapons. And they absolutely missed the boat completely because they did not turn clippy into an AI for infinite. Yeah, that would have been amazing. How in the love of all that is holy do you not have a Clippy AI and when you try to take the point, he stands there and goes, I see you're trying to take the point. Would you like some help with that? Like, it, it's there. It's just asking to be done. But they didn't. They just made a weapon charm out of him. But Clippy should be an AI. We have the superintendent. We can have Clippy. 343, I'll pay you money for Clippy. Just putting it out there as an idea. Please do it. Right, this next one. Now, they mentioned this at the time and then I'd forgotten about it completely, but we got like a Halo gear rewards loyalty program sort of thing, basically, which was they have a new jacket. It's the entrenched tanker jacket, and it was available for order on the gear store. It's $125, but was only available to anyone who completed the entrenched season pass before the 1st of November. Uh, the jackets are supposed to ship the first quarter of this year. So I'm guessing they had to know how many people completed the event and what numbers they needed. But it was something different. Still cost you $125 though. Still saucy, but still cool. It's tied into the game. They get to something it's interesting. Yeah, like just complete the season pass and you have the chance to do something with it. I just maybe... A few more options. I'm not going to buy a $130 jacket that I'm never going to wear. 
Yeah, I pretty much would wear this to a convention or like outpost discovery. Yeah, like that's probably the only time I'm wearing it out anywhere. The only other bit of news this month that was kind of cool was some people got Halo Infinite running on the Steam Deck. So, portable Halo. And I believe that was running, I want to say, natively? Um, and not, like, streamed in from Game Pass. So, I think they've done it with Master Chief Collection as well. Now, I've seen that running on Steam Deck, I think, as well. I don't think it can run officially. There's something to do with the, like, anti-cheat software at the time wouldn't let you modify the game to run it on the Steam Deck. Or you couldn't play competitive there was something to that but that was just a small little interesting piece of news uh on to august we got the august drop pod for infinite the thing of note here is that this is the update that brought cross core visors some cross core helmet attachments for the mark 7 and it brought ranked and social doubles and added challenges to the pause menu which is something very simple that actually i was surprised they didn't have at the beginning the only uh, criticism I have is that, yes, it's a step in the right direction, but you can't see your progress. So you have to, like, remember, oh, if I need seven kills or whatever, like, but I already have two or three of them, then, you know, did I get the remaining ones that I needed to? Like, it, it just says, it just lists them, like, textually, not, it doesn't update with any progress. You kind of have to have the app open on your phone to keep an eye on that stuff while you're doing the rest of it. Could be better. But like you said, it's a start. The next thing up, YouTuber Jervelin beat Halo 2 Lasso in six and a half hours. That's nuts. Crazy. I can't even beat Halo 2 like normal in, under that time. Well, maybe normal. Heroic, probably not. This is Lasso without the skull that gives chief invisibility. So you had to do this with the jackal snipers being able to see you. Don't know how how anyone manages that. Uh, props to Gervalen. Yeah, six and a half hours, two is amazing. Uh, next up, on the 9th of August, Rubicon Protocol came out. And on the 16th of August, the cookbook came out. That was a good busy month for books. Rubicon Protocol's a good book. Like It's one of those ones where you know what happens before it's over, but it's the finding out how it happens. Yeah, uh, I'll have to put that on the list. It's good. It's a nice little tie-in to Infinite. Uh, especially if you pay attention to like all the audio files and stuff like that that's in Infinite. It's a good book for that. Just giving you extra context to what's going on and different characters and stuff. I assume we, we covered we covered all the Infinite audio files. I assume we did that. I don't remember. Yeah, no, we did, we did all that, yeah. But it was before we had the context of this book. Yeah. We touched off all that stuff, so there were all various Infinite Impressions episodes. Uh, right, next up we got Battle Royale rumours for Halo. The rumours were that the the mode in question is codenamed Tatanka. There were screenshots floating around that showed a playlist including triples, quads, free-for-all modes. The description for the game type read, Welcome to the ring, emerge victorious by being the last player standing. Which also sounds very Battle Royale-esque. And the other part I didn't include here was that the rumor said it would be available in 2022. Ha 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 ha. But I would be down for a battle royale. Well, I mean, we'll get to my predictions, but I I think I wouldn't mind something like that. 
Yeah, I'd rather have a Warzone Firefight, to be honest, because PvE is still what I really want, but I would also take something a bit different as well. Or PvPvE would also work. That's what Warzone is. Yeah. Uh, we got a Master Chief Collection August update, and the two things to note here is that uh, Halo 2 got five new armor sets and weapon skins, and Bandana and Acrophobia skulls were added to Reach. What's the Acrophobia skull? Do you know offhand? Acrophobia is the skull where Master Chief is able to fly by holding down the jump button, Orn. Crazy. Didn't know that was a skull, but that was crazy. I, I remember that coming to, I think, Halo 3? Or maybe maybe I remember this when it came to Halo 2. I remember, I remember it. I remember seeing a video or something. But yeah, way cool. Awesome. It's in reach now. Yeah, adding more skulls. Uh, Bandana's the one that actually I find exciting because I'm like, yeah, Bandana is great for just decking about and playing the game for a while. We also got the article for the Infinite September update that dropped. That revealed that the Winter Update Season 2.5 would be coming and that would run from November 8th until March 7th. And it also told us that Season 3 would be called uh, Echoes Within and that would be coming March 7th until June 27th. We at least get to see that the seasons are getting shorter, but we also got the filler Winter Season Update 2.5. So we're not actually getting a shorter season until later this year, but we are getting one. Well, I mean, if you want to look at the well, the winter update was only thirty a thirty battle pass, whereas season three should be a hundred, and from March to June, I mean, that's that's your three months, you know, or I guess, yeah, pretty much three full months from the seventh to the twenty twenty seventh, really four months. I guess that's four months. I'd like it if seasons were down to like two and a half months, like just a tight season. Two and a half. You're sort of. Well, like the the content they have is enough for like maybe two months. I like if a season was eight to ten weeks, I think that would be pretty good. Because really, if you have like many events within your season that are four or five or six weeks long, you know, you kind of want that to be every other week. You know, one week's your regular season, the next week's your fracture event, the next week's your regular season. I I think they could be tighter, just that there's always something happening. I I feel like in terms of video games like the three to four month season is like just the prime time because you you can do either depending upon your model you can do either three seasons a year or four seasons a year and kind of base your content around that but like any shorter or any longer i, I feel like it just doesn't work as well yeah they just don't have enough stuff yet it's like it's the sort of comparing it to destiny where i feel like when you jump into your destiny season you've always got shit to do up until like the last three weeks and then it's just grinding but they're also on like season 17 so they've they've definitely had the time to fine tune because i mean like they were still on like early destiny 2 because like we're in what year two of infinite or year three now no we're into year two two yeah we, we are we are a few months into year two yeah because we only had one the first the first anniversary yeah so like after the first year of destiny 2 was the forsaken dlc or whatever and that that was i don't know like season four or something and like i they, they had like those dlc things come out and like i don't think they really figured out what they wanted to do with their seasonal content until like shadow keep and like whatever the next like thing was so that so that was like 
year three for them to kind of figure out to where I mean I don't play Destiny anymore, but like I think like the format that they have, if you're still into those games, like keeps you collecting stuff and, and really gets you in that reward gameplay loop that you need for that type of that type of game. Yeah, oh, I don't know. We we will see. I'm hoping things pick up a bit with it as we get on this year, but I'm not too optimistic at the minute. Uh, right, rolling into September. So, we had the news that Last Spartan Standing was being pulled from Infinite as a game mode due to unsustainable player levels. I believe it was down to 1% of all matchmaking in Infinite. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, it it died hard. The good news, though, was that they then took the Appening and rebranded it to Big Team Social and put that in instead. So That's good and ridiculous. I love it. Yep, I love it. 343 dropped the list of co-op achievements and mission replay achievements for Infinite for the updates. That was good to read through. They've been fun to get. I've enjoyed that. Still haven't done co-op, sorry. Uh, you should, we, we should give co-op a go because we could do a little achievement hunting. Yeah, it's on my to-do list. This next one, Bonnie Ross stepped down from 343 for personal family reasons. I remember that. Who's the um the CEO of 343 now? I think it's split between a couple of different people. There's no like one Bonnie Ross replacement. You sort of have... I forget who they are, but there's two or three guys that are kind of like sharing the load between them. So I don't know if they just don't have a lead or someone outside is like just keeping a closer eye on things i can't remember their names off the top of my head right now it's a guy named pierre hints is he became the head immediately after she dropped so i don't know if anyone else is new there there's there's also another like yeah person as well that's sort of like i think it's like sharing the load between them and then it seems like joseph staten has an awful lot of say Brian Consti is a general manager of franchise, and then Elizabeth Van Wick is the head of business and operations. So it sounds like there's like three of them there. They've kind of split, split her role. Which probably makes sense. You need like a bit closer oversight on things. The other bit of news we got this month is a statement from Certain Affinity, basically saying that they are deepening their relationship with 343 Industries and they're working on a project for them for Halo. And this just added more fuel to the Tatanka Battle Royale rumors. No. They have a studio at Certain Affinity. They are working on this project. They've been working on it for a couple of years, I believe. Whatever it is, they're hard in development. And then that brings us on to the October news, which was a rumor that Halo would be abandoning, well, not Halo entirely, but at the very least, Tatanka might be abandoning the Slipspace engine for Unreal. This is crazy, considering how much money they must have put in to make Slipspace. Yeah. To all then, then to go to Unreal 5. It just seems so crazy to me. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of... Uh, to be fair, it doesn't even say if it's Unreal 5. It might be 4. That would be even stupider. Like, <laughs> like, like Unreal 5 is out. Just... uh. Whatever. I'm not a game developer, but that just sounds dumb. Yeah, it basically just said like Tatanka was being built from the ground up and then that the entire franchise might also move. Like it sounded like either Tatanka, they started working on it in Slipspace and may have stopped and restarted from scratch in Unreal or they may have just started in Unreal from the get-go. 
And then the other rumor is that, you know, the next installment of Infinite, whatever that might be, might also move to Unreal. So I don't know what sort of like... Does this does this article like mention to uh to I think it was Tanaka no Tatan Tatanka is this rumored battle royale game mode yeah that's the thing that we think not Tanaka <laughs> like the Spartan Five um or Spartan from Halo Five um but so is that still like rumored to be the battle royale mode or is that just the next update for Infinite which could be like campaign DLC or like a rumored battle royale like is is tatanka just coming next the way this rumor seems to be going is it sounds like certain infinity are making some sort of standalone halo infinite adjacent battle royale mode that will be its own thing nearly so i don't know if it's going to be like a free to play option in its own right kind of like halo multiplayer you know the way you you download Halo multiplayer on the store and then you can download Halo campaign as well. So like, I don't know if then Halo Battle Royale is going to be its own thing. Yeah, and that like has to be free to play so you have all the players because no one's going to, not a lot of people are going to buy it. But then like, what do, you, what do you buy from Halo now? I guess just armor. I mean, I don't know. I'm mean, not really complaining. Like I, I have Battle, or uh, what's it called? Game Pass. So I don't really own Infinite either, but... I don't know, man. This be whack. <laughs> yeah, same. This is crazy. I can't wait to see what it is. I can't wait to see what it is. Yeah, like certain Infinity have dropped hints and stuff and been like, just tell me what it is already. So hopefully it's something cool. Let's see. What do we get next? So Kelly Gay revealed the name of our next book. It's going to be called Halo Epitaph and it's going to follow the didact after Halo 4 slash Escalation. That's dope. So official confirmation, he he did not die at the end of Escalation. He was composed then. Um. So yeah. Yeah, he didn't die at the end of Halo 4. All right, he's in Escalation, and then his death is ambiguous. Okay, but now he didn't die at the end of Escalation. So like, what's going to happen at the end of Epitaph? Like, is he going to not die or, or presume dead and then come back? Do you remember the leaked artwork from ages ago that was like a decrepit... Yeah, it's it's like um, a, what's his name? The didact composed with a, didact with like a cloak and all. Yeah, it's like look like burned and singed and. Yeah, I hope that's this story. I would I would like that, and I'll take another Kelly Gay novel because she's been really hitting home runs with the forerunner stuff lately. So I'm up for some of that. She's the perfect person to pick this to pick this up. So I can't wait to see where it goes. Next, no, I just added this in randomly because we don't get a lot of like loot and products. I put it in the wrong section. Halo Adidas trainers come out. They did not look very Halo. They have some very fine detailing of like UNSC symbols and stuff like that and their Spartan logo or whatever. Not interesting. Swing and a miss. It kind of kind of looks like a plasma pistol to me. That's the closest. What? No, not a plasma pistol. Sorry, uh, plasma grenade. If it was a little bit bluer, not as purple. They're not very Master Chief-y, like you would expect green and gold and anything else. The only other bit of news from this month that was that HCS won the was won by Optic Gaming. They were playing against Cloud9. Uh, please go and listen to HCS Pro Talk. They will have all details on all things HCS and otherwise. The Pro Talk guys will cover all of that much better than we will. Agreed? Yes. Agreed. Oh, yes. I miss those guys. I need to message them. Yeah, we have to harass them more. 
Okay, we are on to November. First thing that happened in November, the winter update went live on November 8th. That brought us the Forge beta, so that was exciting. Forge seems to be going down pretty well with the community. I played um, a game earlier on that was in a Walmart that someone built in Forge. <laughs> it had a car park, it had a kids play area, it had a slide. I played, I, we looked it up there earlier, um, I was playing with Nathan and that. I played the end of Combat Evolved, the Warthog Run. Someone built the Warthog Run. Oh, I, I saw this, yeah, it looks really cool. Is it like scripted and stuff to like fall and, and all that kind of stuff too? It had little explosions and stuff. It's not quite uh, there on a full power with the real thing, but it was pretty cool. Nathan done the added thing of making a group session in Spotify so we could play the music while we did it. So, you know, real atmosphere going on there. Nice. Right. We got, I didn't realize this had actually come out. We got a Halo Initiation and Escalation paperback collection from Dark Horse. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I think it's 30 quid for me, so probably a similar price for everyone else, but that's a pretty decent paperback collection for everything. Like, there's a there's a lot of comics in that to keep you going for a while. Like, there's, what, 24 issues or something of Escalation? Yeah, it took us, like, seven years to get through them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that violin issue. Oh, I still think about that. So shite. Sorry. Nothing happened in that comic series. But if you want to find out what little happened in that comic series, go and pick up your version now. Halo 4 had its 10th anniversary. Where the hell did the time go? Ooh, happy birthday. With this, the thing of note I pulled out was that 343 released a short story called Vertical Umbridge to mark the event. And in it, it explores a mission with Fireteam Shadow, which takes place alongside the Spartan Ops level, everything has gone wrong. So it's available as text on the website. I think there's a PDF and then there is a narrated version on YouTube as well. So we'll have to cover this as a book club. Yeah, no, definitely. I was about to ask if that's something we've covered. Uh, Not yet. It only just came out around the time we sort of wound down for Christmas. So completely missed this, only found out about it recently. Vertical Umbridge. I I read it. It's okay. I think myself and Luke has talked about it. It's kind of like, it's set during the stories of Spartan Ops. So it's like, it's got characters from like Halo Infinite, like Stone and stuff like that as their Spartan Ops teams. So it's like, while you're the player off doing this other bit, they're doing this other bit somewhere else is the way it's kind of framed. It's interesting. It's a small little thing. What sort of length is it? Oh, I don't know. It took me about 10 minutes to read. It's small. Oh, wow. It's a post. Like, it's just a way, waypoint post. Like, you know what I mean? It's not, no, nothing crazy. Sounding pretty similar to the Sky Marshal Lord, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. This next bit of news, November, is quite sad news, actually. So we had the announcement of the death of Greg Burr. That was the 19th of November. Yeah, big bummer here. Yeah, we re-released we managed to interview him and chloe back in the day that was a fantastic episode so we re-released that if you get a chance and you haven't actually heard it go and have a listen 343 put up some posts as well with different people's thoughts and stuff about greg and everything else but like he was a prolific author who wrote a lot of stuff and 
probably some of the most important Halo novels to exist. Some of the most influential, for sure. Everything ties back to the Forerunner trilogy, yeah. That was sad news to hear. Going off that into December then. So we got the Infinite December update. The two things to note here is that the December update brought the custom game browser early. And it brought the Pit Forge remake into rotation. I don't mind. I had a look at the the Forge Pit map. Like, it's pretty good. Yeah, it it plays well. I just kind of wish it was like art directed like it wasn't just a forge mat and like for how much forge can really bring it it still looks blocky which i the original pit kind of was but it always looks like a forge map yeah that's always been the issue with halo anyway it's fun i played on it yesterday i played a valhalla remake earlier and you're like it looks pretty decent it's still forge it's always the thing though so let's see what do we get next like I said earlier, we got the announcement that Halo Outcast was delayed. We were told why it was delayed, because Troy had his heart surgery, but that he's recovering well and the book's on schedule for release on the 25th of July. So we get a book in the middle of this year. Quite exciting. Looking forward to that. Glad to hear that Troy's doing well. And then the final bit of news for the year, really, there a couple of other things happened, but they weren't worth noting. But this one was pretty big. So Tom French, he was Infinite's multiplayer creative director. He left 343 on the second after 11 and a half years with the studio. Yeah, that's pretty unfortunate. He's uh, Tom French is a good dude. He was head of Forge for Halo 5. And like whenever, because like Halo 5 had their big like monthly content release drop and like they had videos and like I remember Tom French just always just saying interesting things and like, like he seemed like a really cool dude to like get to know him. He was like always excited to talk about Forge and stuff and so, you know, so yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, like you, you could see the passion that he has. So like, I hope, you know, he's doing cool stuff still, but like it's a shame that he's no, no longer with halo unless he went to go work with a uh, certain affinity yeah i just hope he's going on to do more game stuff and we hear from him again he just doesn't go into like a an office job somewhere out of the way and we never hear any more about him uh right guys that's pretty much everything for the year of halo it's been a sort of weird not terribly earth-shaking year for halo particularly the late part of this year it's kind of ticked over a bit yeah no it's it's it was nice to kind of get recapped myself while listening and, and looking at things. But but I don't know. I'm, I'm getting the itch. Like, yeah, you know, 2023, it's right here. Like, what are we going to get? And, like, what are, what are the fun, exciting new things that are going to come to uh, the world of Halo, the universe of Halo? Halo Battle Royale. Well, do we, do we want to slide right into our predictions then since we're kind of... Uh, yeah, we'll jump to predictions and then we'll do listener feedback after that. So we have last year's predictions to go through and then this year. So I suppose we'll go with last year's first and then give ours and we'll just read our own and then we'll read the other guys's. Does that make the most sense? Works for me. Let's do it. Let's go through this. I already see that I did terribly this year. So let's start. I said that we would get the first Halo Infinite campaign expansion revealed. I was really optimistic. I said we would get a PvE mode coming with Season 4. We didn't get it, but we also didn't get Season 4 yet, so that's still likely. 
We, I said, oh God, I said we would get four novels and two comics. Wow, Aaron, what were you thinking? And I said we would get a new Halo Gamer project revealed unrelated to Infinite. We also did not get that. So I scored no points in those. And I have updated now for this year's predictions. I have gone with some of the same again. So we will get our first campaign expansion revealed this year, hopefully. Certain Affinity's new game slash mode will be revealed this year. I think that one might be possible. I would like to see a new author that is not Kelly Gay or Troy Denning writing the Halo book. And season two of this TV show is going to blow everyone away and be so good, it's going to be unreal. Ooh, that's optimistic. I know. I'm trying to be positive this year. So those are my predictions for 2023. We'll see how I get on with those. Uh, David? You're more relaxed, uh, kind of like me. I, I was swinging a miss. I was certain there'd be like some kind of doom fracture event. Didn't happen. Uh, I the Halo TV shows is really good and is renewed. Uh, I don't think it's really good, uh, but it was renewed. So I'm, I don't know, my half a point. Ian has me no slash yes equals no. Um, so I, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe I get nothing. Two new Halo novels did not happen. Um, infinite DLC details did not happen. So do we just get one book then, Rubicon Protocol, because Outcast was delayed? Yeah, yeah. I had when I said two new novels, I think I was thinking about new announcements for new novels, not just the current novels. Because uh, I think at the time, well, then that's yes, then, because because then you would you would get Epitaph, Epitaph, and Outcast were both revealed. Well, we knew about Outcasts; it was just delayed. So we knew about Outcasts, and we knew about Rubicon Protocol, didn't we? I think so. We got we got one new book, a, no, a novel announced, which was Kelly Gay's. No, that's the newest one. So we only got one of the two that I said I would get. We got we did get the announcement for Rubicon Protocol this year, though, did we? I think I think Rubicon Protocol was already announced in twenty twenty one. Right. Well, then, yeah, we only got Epitaph. But so. in February, oh, we did. Yes, you got you got that one. Yeah, because. Outcast was announced, and then Epitaph was announced in 2022, so you did. Yeah. You got Where that were one. you an hour ago? Hell yeah, look at this, here we go. I'm all about I don't it. remember what I did five minutes ago, Warren. So that's a yes. I'll take that one. Uh, I said new Dark Horse comics, so I don't think we're ever getting Halo comics again. I'm pretty sure these things are dead now, so not happening. So that's pretty good. I'm happy I got a point. Maybe point and a half. Uh, my season, my 2023 predictions, way more subdued now based on what 2022 was uh, I get a better feel for what 343 will actually put out so I think season 2 will actually be better received in season 1 that's what I'm saying I think they'll take criticisms I think they'll they'll, they'll probably double down on their core story I think maybe they'll do better I think season 2 might might get a better reception um, but I do think they've also missed their chance because you've got to make your first impression so I think a lot of people will probably tune out to, to season 2 um, but we'll see uh, I think we might get two new books announced after Kelly's and Troy's are out. So at some stage this year, I think we'll know what 2024's books will be. Uh, I don't have any feeling like we'll get any other books this year or any other content other than the show and Kelly and Troy's books. I don't think there's anything else coming out this year. Uh, so I think we'll get at least two new things announced for 2024. That's that's where my head's at. Uh, no comics at all. Comics are dead. That's how I just predicted to say that the comics are dead. And I do think that whatever I've just said, I, I kind of classify that as new significant the multiplayer mode is announced. This could be whatever certain affinity is doing 
or it could be just something else that, that adds in. Uh, but I feel like whatever certain affinities, whatever certain affinity is doing, we'll know about it by the end of the year. That that that's what I got. Tamer, tamer results or tamer predictions. So let's see. Looks like I didn't fare too well last year. Um, campaign DLC announced for 2023. That of course didn't happen. Uh, I was hoping for like a short story anthology, kind of like Fractures and Evolutions, that focused on characters that uh, and events that happened between Halo Five and Infinite, which I guess we got in Rubicon Protocol a little bit, but I don't know. I think it still would have been nice to kind of flesh out that large chunk of time uh, because we we got a few novels like Bad Blood and or is that no New Blood. Which no, I think it's bad blood. We got bad blood. We got um, shadows of reach. So that kind of filled in a little bit, but it would have been nice to get more, I guess, since they kind of cut so much out of the beginning of the infinite event. But they didn't do any of that. Um, kind of like David's prediction of doom and a fractures event. I was thinking there would be some sort of crossover premium event or like store bundles for armor. Um, kind of like if the cat ears was like actually something like, I don't know anything, but they didn't do any of that. And then I thought that the first episode of the Halo TV show would premiere at San Diego Comic-Con to kind of hype everybody up. And then they would release the show shortly thereafter, but then they came out guns a blazing and the show came out in March. So that didn't unfold either. So my 2023 predictions is I'm going a little bold. I'm going to th- I'm going to say we're going to get a teaser for season 2 this year, but the show is not going to come out until 2024. They if they're they're still filming it. So if they've finished filming it and do well on the visual effects, like it could make like a fall or like end of the year type of a release, but I'd almost rather they just kind of keep the March time slot because it was like a pretty good chunk of time in the beginning of the year and they just focus on like editing and uh, visual effects and kind of all that post-production work and and then kind of get into the marketing of it all because I don't think it's going to get here in time for the summer. And like if you miss the big summer news cycle, I don't know, I feel like you could just wait till the spring uh, because all the fall is going to be completely overloaded with new game releases and all that kind of stuff so you're also competing with um kind of like brain think and what people are talking about so so yeah 2024 for season two and but we'll get a teaser this year then around the summer i think we're going to get a like future of halo infinite sort of like video or or roadmap um kind of like what bungie did i think during 2020 when they talked about the future of Destiny 2 and they were like, we have the next three years planned. Like, this is what we're doing. This is what we're building to. Like, I think I think we kind of need another one of those because, you know, Joseph Staten did that a little bit at the beginning of last year. But I think they need to have a new one because they've kind of fixed a lot of the bugs. They are now kind of getting on their feet. Like, where is the next 10 years of Halo Infinite kind of going? Like, we don't really know. And they could still be kind of cryptic and, you know, wait to unveil unveil things. But, like, I think there needs to be, like, a significant, like, roadmap kind of announced this year of, like, hey, what is the next, like, at least one year, but maybe even two years of Halo that we can kind of be on the lookout for? So I think that's going to be announced over the summer. 
um, when it's time to do that kind of stuff. Uh, I think we should get a new banished focus lore, whether it's like another novel or a comic or really anything, because the last thing we kind of got was Shadows of Reach, where it was only kind of half of half of it. And if they're supposed to be the the villain going forward, then I think we should really start getting more of like their operations and stuff. Like you kind of look at the um, uh, Karen Travis trilogy, the Kilo Five trilogy. Like that was a lot of like post Covenant War, like politics and events and all that kind of stuff happening in the background of what our like UNSC characters are doing. Like I I think we need more stories like that just to kind of get the scale of what the banished are up to outside of just occupying the ring. And then last, uh, a PVE mode, um, kind of what you guys are saying. It could be Warzone. It could be Firefight. It, just some other, yeah, like like significant multiplayer mode I think should be announced or, or I, I, I put launched in here. So I think by the, by the year two mark, so by November, I think we should have like a new way to play Halo Infinite and... I think it's going to be more PVE focused. I guess if it's a, a, a battle royale, that would technically be PVP. But uh, I think I think you got to have some some sort of firefight itch in Halo. If they do go down the battle royale mode, it'll be like Warzone, and you could have like just a PVE mode. So I would hope so as well, because I would like that. Right. I will go with Ian's here, and I will read his out from. So we got Ian's first prediction from last year was that. Uh, infinity not destroyed and its survival hinted in some media yes one more troy denning book released no halo tv series renewed for third season nope halo infinite campaign dlc announced nope and we will learn the spirit of fire or how the spirit of fire got to the ark no we're never getting a bloody answer to that ever it's very annoying ian's predictions for this year infinite campaign dlc announced the Halo TV show Season 2 will show Fall of Reach. I'd say that's probably a pretty good safe bet. Yep, I would agree. Sequel to Point of Light will be announced. I, will, I wouldn't mind another one, but we got a different book instead. New large multiplayer mode for Infinite Released, Battle Royale, Warzone, etc. I think we're all in the same boat there. Yeah, we're all feeling this. And the Flood teased coming to Infinite or the TV show. The Flood in the TV show would be pretty dope. Yeah, I I would like Flood to be like the final plot twist of the end of season two. I think there's like, there's five billion things happen in the TV show. I don't think they need Flood in, in season two. Maybe hinted at the end, but they got to wrap up some stories and bring them together or something. There's way too much going on at the moment. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, who wants to take Colin's predictions? I will. Colin had said, Infinite Campaign Expansion announced by July, very specific E3 timeframe. Did not happen, buddy. 343 will announce a separate Halo Infinite Halo title at E3. Crazy guy. Uh, no, it did not happen. Colin was feeling some new multiplayer maps released in summer 2022, which I think did happen. There was more multiplayer laps. Maybe not summer, but it did happen. The TV show will score a 73 on Metacritic. It got a 61. Okay, he was off for specifics. Okay, okay. And... The Halo board or card game announced. So he's feeling some new... But I don't... Yeah, okay. Uh, that did not happen. Colin for this year is saying we finally learned the fate of the Infinity. Probably likely. 
A lot of people asking that question. Uh, season two of the TV show bombs. Kiki leaves three four three. That's a that's a bold. <laughs> it's like, but that's so possible. That's what's kind of lame. That like that 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 could that's a headline in the future, and I I would just be like, yeah, okay. I wouldn't even be surprised. Then we have we get a little more information on the Xylantians' powers. Xylantians are essentially what the Harbinger was. It's the the, the new race that was in Inf- Infinite. I think was she one of that race? We're never quite sure. We're all over the place about it. But the Harbinger, yeah, they were like in, they were imprisoned by the Forerunners. Uh, we have the three four three. Will announce a multiple new Halo titles during the summer. Colin's crazy, man. He's feeling wow, multiple, multiple. Easy, this guy, man. They can barely get one game together. They're multiple. It's crazy guy. Um, and he says Mega is talking about uh, Mega Constructs to announces new Halo signature series set the Mortal Reverie. So you think specifically we'll get a new set for the Mortal Reverie? All right, there you go, guys. All right, I will. I'll read Tom and Lucas because both of them only have one thing. So Tom, his twenty twenty two predictions. Halo TV series launching fall of 2022. That's a no. It came out in March. Halo Infinite Story DLC 1 launching in fall. We don't even know when it's coming out. New merchandise line for the Halo TV show. That's a no. Although it did have some digital sort of like cross uh, things. Uh, new book announced exploring more infinite backstory. Uh, I guess that's a yes because of... The cold pro- not Ru- the cold. Rubicon protocol. Oh, the Rubicon protocol. So I would say that's a yes. And then Halo and Doom crossover fractures event. That is a no. And then Lucas, our newest member to the Evolved family, he didn't have any 2022 predictions because he wasn't on the show, but he has 2023 predictions. He thinks that there will be three seasons for multiplayer. I wonder if that's like beyond what we have now so i think he he thinks we'll have a season three four and five before the end of the year uh we'll get two books well we already know we're getting two books assuming the uh epitaph doesn't get delayed so that currently is a yes already one dlc i assume for infinite is what he means by that and i like this one i didn't think about this one but outpost discovery announcement that it's returning um, I guess this could mean it could return in 2024, but just some sort of announcement of Outpost Discovery 2, which I would would love. And I think it'd be great if they brought it international since they kept it locally to the U.S. last time. But yeah, a lot of good, a lot of good predictions there. Yeah, we will we will see how these play out. Um, our 2022 predictions did not go as well as we would have thought. I mean. Do they ever go well? One, 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 one. No clear winner. But David's a clear winner. David is a point and a half. David won 2022. Yeah, he got 1.5. So that's it. David wins last year. Let's see who wins this year. The last part of this show, we've got some listener feedback on the year of 2022. So we're going to rattle through these and then we're going to jump ship because this turned into a long show. I'm going to go with the first one here. So we have uh, Manny Batista over on Facebook. It said, listening to the fans is really important for the game. The people at 343 had a vision for Halo Infinite. When the game stumped after release, they had to make changes. It's never too late to make changes for the better. Hopefully, when the next Halo game comes out, Halo Wars 3, Halo Marines, Halo cooking up with Yap Yap, 
they'll keep listening <laughs> to their supporters. So, yeah, I think listening's important, but also uh, having a bit of an idea what you're doing is nice as well. I feel like they need a bit of direction. Yeah, I, th- I think they're, like I said, like I think that roadmap's kind of necessary because for the last like three years, we've kind of known the general direction that 343 has been kind of going with Infinite and everything revolving around it, the books and the lead up and the TV show. But like now all that is behind us. And so I think there needs to be a little bit of a, a trajectory established. Uh, I'll take the next one. Uh, so Master Chief Rich from Discord, he says, the amount of content in Infinite was a letdown. The Halo show was a letdown and we only got one book. Master Chief Collection was seemingly the only thing going right for Halo until all of that upper management got thrown out of the airlock and then they gave us all this sweet stuff in the last two months. So I think that's quite a assumption, I guess, when Bonnie left that they just dumped all this content, but they kind of planned all that before she left. She even said that she wanted to stay to the end of the year to get that content out of the gate uh, before leaving, but she had to leave earlier, so... Yeah, I think, um, yeah, Infinite's launch was, like, it's one of those things where, like, the game launched and, like, stability-wise, it, like, played really well and all that, but it just didn't have the content that we really wanted, as opposed to some games that, I guess, have the content, but lack the ability to play it. (laughs) But, yeah, I think that kind of echoes a little bit of of Manny's uh, predictions. Fair enough, I'll get the next one. So, Chris Mitchell, hey, Chris, from Facebook. This one needs more novels. Kelly and Troy are legends and their annual releases keep me ticking over, but surely a third book a year is achievable. Maybe four back, book and alter- alternate. Uh, I don't know, I just need more. I agree, Chris, more books. I did enjoy Rubicon. I get that it couldn't release before the game to halt spoilers, but damn, I wish it had. Same, it should have been closer to, re- to launch, to be perfectly honest. Uh, maybe revisit the campaign and actually give a fuck about the dead S4s. Exactly, man. I couldn't agree more with Chris there. Um, it's two. It says pulling split screen co op, especially after the likes of mini uh, of mini blitz show you can work, really pissed me off. The joy I've had going to MCC with my daughters, Y three four three, you bastards. <laughs> very personal, personal. Uh, he took he took it pretty hard there, Chris. But I agree. Um, I think split screen is divisive. Um, it not being there, it feels like it should be there because of Halo. But I also feel like. I don't know, man. It's just not a feature that's used widely as much in any, anymore, and they struggled so much with so with, with so, so much of the game. So I guess they feel they got to cut it. Oh, it is what it is. Unfortunately, I forgot. Actually, that's not the year's notes, but that was this year. I completely forgotten they pulled that at uh, some point. Uh, right. The next one here is Nathan Jeffrey. It's on Facebook. Overall, I'm happy with the direction that things are moving in by the end of 2022. Things were slow this year, but I still made good memories playing multiplayer and campaign with friends. The Halo Encyclopedia was a great addition this year as well, and the TV show brought some newcomers to the universe in a way that probably wouldn't have happened otherwise. Although 343 hasn't handled many things perfectly, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next year brings, hopefully some campaign DLC info soon. Definitely a lot of people want some DLC or some updates. Something something new, something fresh. And maybe we'll get that with Season 3. Uh, Alright, so our last one is from Gollum. Didn't realize Gollum was in our Discord, but that's pretty cool. 
He says, this year has shown that Halo is no longer Halo as we once knew. Ever since 343 took over, they tried to simultaneously make Halo more normie-friendly and hyper-competitive esports game. They have failed. The only uh, sliver of glimmer of hope is the Forge release, but it's fleeting for... But it's fleeting for to get to this point. We stand on so many broken promises, lies, and delays that Forge feels more like a prior prioric victory than a bright future. So yeah, I think Gollum just wants some reassurance that Halo can still be amazing because it's been pretty rocky the last couple of months and year, like the last year. I mean, I don't see an issue with um, Halo being a hyper-competitive esports game. I think that's very good. And I think it's kind of weird that... Uh, and I feel like they kind of have achieved a sense of normie-friendly, but also keeping it competitive. Like, Because I, I don't know, when I play multiplayer, I have sweaty games, and then I have just relaxing games. I don't know. I'm kind of personally okay with the multiplayer, but... That's I think that's more of an assessment for our friends over at HCS Pro Talk. That would be, yes. See what's going on over there. Oh, hang on. I have one more late entry for uh, community feedback. I'm just going to read this out. It's just come in on my phone. Steve, you are lucky you posted this because another few minutes and I would have missed it. He must be listening to our non-live show. The call's coming from inside the podcast, guys. He's here. He's listening. This one where Steve says... Uh, Well, we got season one of the TV show, which was a huge deal. Definitely could have made more of a positive impact, but wasn't hurtful. That's fair enough. Uh, Novel releases were thin, but Rubicon Protocol was great and definitely important to expanding on Infinite. Agreed. Uh, Infinite started off shaky going into 2022, but by the end, it's got a great outlook. Can't complain about the amount or quality of extended lore and other merchandise. Even the podcast community is popping off. There's only one podcast, and none of the others. <laughs> we will last. We will beat them all. We will. We will murder every single one of them, and then the franchise will die around us. It'll be great. Yay. As a whole, Halo definitely isn't at its peak quality slash popularity hype-wise, but I think we're on an upward trajectory and look forward to 23. We've got season two of the TV show. Infinite is close to proper seasonality. Hopefully networking gets hammered out a bit more. And now I just got to get some more co-hosting time in. You're optimistic there. I may borrow <laughs> as a host, yes. Occasionally you, you too, listener, may be drafted to fill in a slot as a host on Podcast Evolved. You never know when the, the call might come. That's all it takes. That's how I got here. That's how I think that's how you got here too, Aaron. Yep, everyone gets kidnapped at some point and you're like, hey, what are you up to? Do you have a microphone? Do you want to do a podcast? I, I've made this joke before, but it is, it has essentially got to the point at the end of 2022 where I was the guy rolling up in like a van with spread out windows at the side of the road going like, hey kids, want to do a Halo podcast? And we just like kidnap members of the community. <laughs> yeah, like I, th- I think... It wasn't a terrible year for Halo. It just wasn't a particularly amazing year for Halo. Would that like sum it up? I think that, yeah, the year in of itself, I think, was more or less fine. It's just the the state of Infinite, I think, is really the the key factor against Halo right now. And kind of the, the leadership and the shakeups and uh, the TV show. 
So I think, but the amount of content that we're getting, I mean, minus a book delay because of open heart surgery, but yeah, I think it's a pretty good year on paper. It's just, we just need to up that quality bar a little bit. Yeah, I'd like to see a wee bit more stuff. So we will see how this year goes. We are on track. We have made our plans for this year. We have we have a roadmap of our own so far. We will see what Spanner 343 throws in the works. We all remember the Road Infinite Saga. So who knows what will happen by June or what they will do to completely screw over our timeline this year. The road is dead. Long live the road. Long live the road. I thought the road was never going to end for a while. It was a genuine fear that it would just go on indefinitely. But no, we are we are getting on track again. We have plans for the year. We have stuff to keep us going. We have our new podcast. Uh, we have a couple of ideas for shows as well. We have Oren back. We have Oren back. That is very important as well. Uh, if you want to hear the new podcast, go and sign up to the Patreon. Go and check the tier rewards. I'm not sure off the top of my head which reward gets you the show. All of that is on the Patreon. But whatever page. it is, go for that one. Go for that one. I've I would think it's yeah. I don't. Ian's Ian's still updating all that. Um, but it should all be together by the time this episode launches because we're gonna record that episode in the next day. I think this week. Very exciting. So you will be right in there for episode one of that, and we will also have some new uh, regular feed shows as well because. We had to come up with ideas to fill every month of this year because 343 just haven't quite given us enough yet. So stay tuned for some of those as well. And a few book clubs. And potentially cooking. We'll see, we'll see. Mm, mm, think about it. I'm not holding any hopes out just yet. Let's see. Is that it? Is that us? Are we pretty happy that's now? About, that's about it. I mean, you can check out all of our other shows and our other lore series on our website, EvolvedHalo.com. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we have one feed. If you want to just get everything in one feed, just Halo Podcast Evolved, your favorite podcast service, and you can leave us a review. We also have our voicemails, question mark. Is that still a thing? Our Google voicemails at 205-EVOLVED, 205-386-5833. Let us know your predictions for 2023. I think that's it, right? I've been your host, Oren, and until next time... Evolved. Evolved. Nailed it on. Evolved. Evolved.